Hello and welcome to our um, podcast that's been requested by uh, social care students and indeed it's probably relevant for some management students as well in relation to that topic and that students hate, uh, adult learners hate two things. The first thing is referencing but we're not covering that today is the second thing is examinations. Uh, Adult learners notoriously do not like examinations or aren't fond of them or fearful of them or indeed can cause a a major issue with some students as I've seen down through the years. So today um, I'm going to be asking um, Neve McAvoy um, who's also uh, a member of the e-learning team and um, a second year tutor and also is involved in, in the design of the the course with, with Nolene Fox and, and, and Tracy Warner uh, for social care and I'm going to ask uh, Neve some questions on examinations and uh, what people should do uh, um, in relation to examinations and what's the best way to prepare etc. So hello Neve. Hello Raymond. Uh, it's great to have you here today. And um, the first question I'm going to ask is, in relation to exams, a lot of people always ask me, what should we do before an exam? Okay, Raymond. Well, the first thing to say is that being well prepared for your exam is proven to reduce your stress level. So in relation to preparing for the exam, some of you will have a seeing question. So be comfortable with that. Be able to, to write it out. Have your timing done. Be able to write it out within roughly about an hour. Yes. Um, so you have your study tips as well. So your general general study tips would include your space. So have a space for studying where you can leave your work and go to a space that's quiet, comfortable temperature, good lighting. You need to watch your diet, um, up the protein, down the junk. That's what the experts tell us. And your, your timing as well. They also tell us um, to avoid studying within a half an hour of getting up and a half an hour of eating a meal. Okay. The online element for each module is also very important. That will give you an awful lot of, of help in preparing for your exam and being comfortable with the topic. Your tutor support as well. If there is anything you're unsure of in relation to the module, get in touch with your tutor. There's also an online glossary available to all students, which covers the key exam terms. So to be familiar with those and what each one means would be very important. So, for example, you have discuss and you have define. Even though they're quite similar, there's a difference between them. So discuss, you're asked to present and consider several positions in a debate and look at the for and against of any arguments that you're focusing on. Whereas with define is you set out the meaning of the word, the phrase or the concept, it's the topic of the question, and then take into consideration different and opposing definitions of it. So even though there's a similarity, there's still a difference as well. So to, to understand that. Um, Excellent. And is the glossary available for people online? Yes, it is. It's in the student resources section, but it can also make it available for each exam module as Excellent. well within the, in the resources. Yeah, a couple of questions, Justin, and um, on, on what you've covered, and, and that was great. Is um, in relation to scene questions, what I'm asked a lot is, should I just write out the whole scene question um, before I go in, and is that what I should try and remember before I go into an exam? Really. In, in your preparation. In your preparation. You, you should be able to write out the scene question within a specific time. So yeah. we would recommend in and around an hour. If you're going much more than an hour, you possibly will run into timing difficulties with the other questions in the exam on the day. So practice writing it out yes. so that you know and you're confident that you can write it out 
in the exam situation. Because yeah. I've had a few issues down through the years of students who've, who've done the same question and then come out and said, I, re- I haven't really done myself justice there. And it really what it turned out is they'd written out the whole answer and tried to remember the whole answer. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is if you've written, you, you remember the first two sentences the way memory is, but the third sentence you're kind of going, what what did I write for the third sentence? And then, of course, the fourth, fifth, sixth, you just mm. don't get. So it's really just to have a good structure as well. Yeah, to have your good structure and remember yeah. it as best you can. If you can't remember it exactly, it's it's yeah. probably not going to be a disaster yeah. or as bad as you think it is, so long as you have a... Um, a good recollection of it rather than an exact recollection and it's really yeah just to have a good clear plan so you're kind of saying this is what i'm going to cover these are maybe the five sections i'm going to have ahead for each section and what you say about writing is important because a lot of us including myself and maybe neve um type a lot (laughs) so you're typing (laughs) so when it comes to writing suddenly you're not as uh you know i remember in primary school i could have written I could have written for forever and ever, you know, and even secondary school because there was no computers then. That's how far back I go. But in Sorry. relation to, I know, maybe, maybe, and obviously not yourself, Neve, I'm sure they we're really up to date. So the key thing, <laughs> the key thing is, the key thing is to practice and to build up that writing muscle really is really what we're saying. And yeah. clear handwriting is crucial. Oh. Oh, there Please. is nothing as bad. I'm sure you're the same, Neve. Nothing as bad as getting a paper and you'd need Grism from CSI to actually decipher it. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's, clear writing is absolutely crucial. And if your writing's not clear, ask people for their opinion. And if your writing is not clear, or like your local GPs, then really you need to ensure that you're, uh, that you can write in a in a very clear legible way that's very important that's yeah. that's a good point neve yeah. okay so that's it what before oh, oh, what about on the day on the day is important for exams what should students pay attention to neve well the first thing is to arrive on time give yourself plenty of time in the morning up early good breakfast and get on the road early if you're traveling a distance because the last thing you want is to run into traffic jams on the day so give yourself plenty of time better to get to the exam hall an hour early than 10 minutes late Mm. give yourself time to get there Um, get a cup of tea or coffee when you arrive try to avoid other nervous students and try to avoid (laughs) having that post exam discussion where you talk about the exam and the studies because if other people are nervous they might make you nervous, even if you weren't nervous beforehand. So it's always a good idea to try to avoid discussing the exam and your study if you can. Um, get there on time, sign in, find your seat and, and just try to, to relax and put the exam out of your mind on the way. And make sure you have something good and healthy to eat. So again, try to avoid the junk food because that can actually cause you to slump during the exam in terms of tiredness. Um, and try to avoid too many liquids beforehand for obvious reasons. Absolutely. <laughs> excellent, excellent point. Um, yeah, and, th- and those are all valuable pieces of information. Like what the college normally does is you register an hour before, say your exams at 12, you register at 11. And it's good to go in and just see where you're seated, etc. And then kind of put your stuff in your desk and then... Um, obviously taking all your valuables with you, you then, re- you then go out and grab a coffee. Not too or, many. Or, or a cup of tea. Yeah, just, just one. <laughs> just a Neve, one. <laughs> very clear on this. And, um, yeah, and, and something, obviously some healthy snack 
Um, but it's good, and or even just to walk around, just to actually get out and walk around. Just to, to clear your head. Yeah. It'll help to relax you a bit as well. Yeah. And like I said, really do avoid trying to talk about the exam or what might come up, yeah. because that can unnerve you, and then it can take you a long time to settle down when you do actually start the exam. And it's important. It's it, yeah, like the, like that's important information. Yeah. You know. So um, that's on the day. So in the exam itself, you're in the exam hall. You're about to go. What should people pay attention to? Right, the first thing is read the paper first. Read all the questions. Okay? Um, Do a memory dump if you want to. You can have more than one answer booklet. There's there's no shortage on them. So get a a second booklet if you want to at the start. And after you've read the questions, start writing down points. We recommend if there is a scene question in your paper to do that first. Mm. Okay? And that will help to settle your nerves. You'll be very confident with doing that question because you'll have it prepared. Do that question first. If you don't have a scene question, pick the question that you're most comfortable with. Okay, the one you feel you have the most information on. Your timing is really crucial in the exam. So whether you have two hours, two and a half hours, or three hours, divide up your time accordingly. Obviously, the more percentage that goes to a question, the more time Mm. you spend on it. So if it's 40% and 30%, the 40% question needs more time. Make sure that you have enough time to do each question. So if you say an hour for the 40% and a half an hour for the 30%, if you're coming to the hour and you're still not finished the higher weighted question, leave a blank page or two blank pages, move on to the next one. Okay, so it's really, really important that you attempt all the questions. So down through the years, we've seen students who've done a really good first question, a really good second question, and then have had no time to do the third question. Mm. So you won't do yourself justice by leaving out a question. If you do find you're running out of time at the end of the exam and you haven't finished all your questions, do a bullet point of the list or a list of the things that you would have covered. Yeah. Um, so that shows the marker then that you have an understanding or a knowledge of the topic. You just ran out of time. Um, what else is there? Quality over quantity. So a good answer is better than a long answer. Okay, so you want to make sure that you are actually answering the question that is asked. So avoid writing everything you know about the topic. So it's not just uh, throwing every in- bit of information you have on the topic on the paper. It's about answering the question that you're asked. So this is where it's important to know the meaning of the different exam questions. So whether it's analyse or assess or discuss or review, know those. That glossary will be available to you. Be familiar with what the different things mean and just make sure that you get the slant of the question in your response. Yeah. And again, that is so valuable. Time is key. Yeah. Really is. When you actually think of answering a question, and a lot of people make this mistake, and we see it every year. We say, as Neve said, it's an hour for your scene question if it's 40%. So you're going around and after the hour. So we're, the invigilators are always walking around. So we've been walking around exam halls, myself and Neve, for many years now. <laughs> and uh, too, long, too many and I want to remember. But when you're walking around and you still see somebody working on the scene question an hour and 20 if you actually think of sc- the scores you get in an exam, and this, this has actually been tested scientifically, you get the most scores in the first 30 minutes. And then if you actually envisage it, it's, it's a graph that goes up very steeply, then starts to plateau out. So anything you're adding to it afterwards 
really won't have that great an effect on the mark. So that's the reason then that uh, on the arm mark, you shut it down, as Neve said, and then you basically you move on to the next question because you're going to do the same again. You're going to score heavily on that that slant going up. You're going to score heavily, and then you try your best. In relation to the other bit I just want to add here is quality, not quantity. I have seen papers where somebody's written the answer in about three quarters or a page, a page and a half, in comparison to somebody who's written five pages on something that's not relevant. Yeah. And the person with the one and a half pages scores a lot better. It's really, and it's important what Neve said at the very start of this section, which is read the paper and underline the keywords. And those keywords are the definitions that... Um, that, that Neve was talking about earlier and answer the question that's on the paper not you want, not the one you hoped or <laughs> dreamed was on the paper and a lot of people make that mistake as well so um, that's that, thank you Neve. so we're going to move into the, the last section now of the exam podcast and it is to actually ask the question is overall Neve, how is it best to prepare for an examination with the Open Training College? Well, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? It is indeed. So the first thing I would say to students is to be familiar with the module content. So for each module, know what is in each unit because the questions are taken from the module content. So if you understand the module content and you can comfortably discuss the content or the topic of each unit, then you should be fine in the exam. As long as we said earlier, you answered the question that is asked. So have sufficient knowledge of each topic to be able to discuss it from different angles or different viewpoints. Don't try to memorise long quotes. Understanding the point and being able to paraphrase it is sufficient and probably a better option. You're trying to memorise long quotes to support your discussion and you forget it on the day, that can cause a lot of panic and waste unnecessary time for you. Uh, Another thing, a lot of people... They focus too much on failing the exam rather than focusing on passing the exam. So if you're well prepared, your stress levels are reduced and there's a better chance of you passing. If you focus continuously on failing, there's a higher chance of you failing because you're not given over time to study it. If the worst case scenario happens and you do not make the pass grade, we'll say that instead of failing. So if you don't make the pass grade, there is an opportunity to reset the exam in the summer months, usually in August. Um, and all it means is that you didn't answer the question sufficiently. It's not the end of the world. It's not what you want, but it's not the end of the world. You will have another chance to do it. Um, so, again, just the main thing is to be familiar with the module content and any associated readings that are on the site so that you will have sufficient information to answer the question that's asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very good. Neve, like, yeah, from what you were saying, it just prompted three things for me just to add in here. Uh, the first one was write everything on the paper. So as Neve said, we will be looking to where we can actually give you marks. And when Neve was talking about the bullet points, it's also important if you have any plan to write that on the paper. Not to write it on, on, on the exam paper, but on the exam booklet. Um, you know, it's, it's very important. Because if we're looking for marks to try and get you over the line, we can look there and say, okay, um, I'm just going to pull a name out of the sky, Johnny. Uh, Johnny actually, um, he had a, he had a really good plan, but he didn't have the time to implement it. Then Johnny will get a few marks for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so everything goes on the exam booklet and the exam booklet are one, one sided. So you write on the, on the side with the lines, not with the signs that, 
not with the side that are blank because we don't look at that we just look at the sides with the lines on them um, secondly isn't it kind of builds on these point about memorizing long quotes etc even references like people say do we need a bit of reference in um, just a key name and a date would be good so John O'Brien and when he wrote that paper or Judas Snow or whenever you know uh, Kendrick what, what, what year was that paper written in that's good or he, and then if you can remember the name of the paper even better but long quotes yeah as Neve said you know, trying to avoid them. We're really looking for your understanding of them. And the last one is, whenever you're revising, whenever you're revising, is to use the learning outcomes at the start of each unit as your guide. So do you understand that? And I suppose a valuable thing from um, from studying, I don't know if you had a study group and you studied with the college, uh, Neve. No. Uh, you didn't? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> she still did very well, though. <laughs> She's here now. Um, but the key thing is that uh, study groups can be good and even just giving people each a couple of learning outcomes to kind of make sure that everybody understands the same. So that's really it. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap up, Neve? Just the best of luck. Yes, and I will repeat that. Best of luck to anybody doing an examination with the Open Training College. If you have any questions or queries about examinations you feel we have uncovered, please let your tutor know. And if there is a theme develops, we will develop another podcast. Thank you very much for your time. And as Neve said, best of luck. <laughs>